Some fill with zombies to survive, to learn to fight Some pray on the weak one, some pray on the throne I just pray for my way out before my soul is gone Radio.com. You're hanging out inside the slaughterhouse with DJ Alex King, straight out of Brooklyn, New York City. We have a very special guest with us in the studio, drummer extraordinaire from the Richmond, Virginia band, Red Rain. Brand new album is out called Don't Look Back. He's here to talk about that and all things Red Rain. What's up, Sammy? How are you? Hey, Alex. Thanks for having me on. Great to talk to you. What inspired you to become a drummer? How did heavy metal music come into your universe? So, it all started with Van Halen. Yeah, I well, think he's the greatest. That'll do it. Greatest man in the world. Yep, greatest <laughs> man in the world. But uh, um, I was introduced uh, to Van Halen one at a very early age, right? Um, and then once you saw like a video of Van Halen, Alex Van Halen just did it for me. He was yeah. a big drum kit, the theatric of the band, and um, that's what really got me interested into into drumming. Yeah, uh, was seeing Alex. I, I started drumming a little later, probably than most people, but um, that's it. Well, he had that visual about him with that really great drum set that seemed to go on forever, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, anybody who's got four bass drums on stage, you know, it's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, it deserves some attention, right? And you know what else? <laughs> he wasn't just Eddie's brother, man. He was a drummer in his own right. I mean, you know, just to hop to teach beginning alone is testament to that. Absolutely. And, you know, it's amazing. Um, I was telling somebody the other day, I'm shocked that he doesn't get as much love as he really should. I mean, yeah. 
don't get me wrong, there's so many great drummers out there that we all know. But uh, but some of the work that he's done really should be, I think, more recognizable than he is. I'm a drummer, too. We kids used to play Wipeout was a big deal. You know, everybody used to, in the neighborhood, could you play Wipeout? Yeah, let's see if you play Wipeout, you know. And now it's, can you play the Half a Teacher intro? <laughs> that and um, Hawaii Five-O. Right, right. Hawaii Five-O. Yeah. play that when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of a drummer are you? Are you a DW uh, Sabian guy? Are you Ludwig Pace? What kind of... What, what you gear like? So I started out as with Ludwig years ago, and then I progressed to a Yamaha Tour Custom hand painted kit. It's kind yeah. of beautiful. I don't really change equipment much. I played that for 25 years, uh-huh. um, in and out of bands. And when Red Rain sort of got off the ground, I ended up buying a, a, a PDP uh, Maple Custom kit yeah. that I really like a lot. I'm a double bass player, not a double pedal, double bass. I have two right. bass drums on stage, and um, due to Alex Van Halen, which uh, and I have tried other cymbals, but I am a Peisty cymbal hitter. Yeah, um, and I just moved over to the color symbols. Yeah. So now, obviously, with Red Rain, our logo has red and black in it. I've sprinkled the symbols, so I got red, black, red, black. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Very cool. What kind of shells do you have? You got maple shells, or yeah, maple. Nothing like the warm sound of maple wood, man. I tell you, man. The one thing I'm particular about is my bass drum sound. I like a little bit more of a thump than a snap. I don't like that little snappy sound. I like, I like that, like an Alex Van Halen say on. Um, Diver down, his drums were really dialed in. So that kind of sound so yeah and these bass drums i use 22s and man they're on fire and i like that you say you use the word bass drum i'm not crazy about the term kick drum a lot of guys use that right. kick drum i'm not crazy about that kind of irritates me a little bit yeah and i'm old school so you know yeah. I, I know people call kick drum now but it was always a bass drum but yeah. what do you use i use a bass drum 14 snare 10 right. 12 14 top you know so on so on so yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't kick it. You know, that's, I, I don't understand that whole thing. But anyway, tell us how the band formed. How was Red Rain born? Bubba and I, Bubba's our singer. Bubba's also a co-founder of Red Rain. Uh, we were in a band prior to Red Rain that did mostly originals with a little bit of cover sprinkled in. We had sort of left that band, but there was a song or two that we had left on the table that I couldn't get out of my head. So we took some time off. It was about a year we took from that band, that project. And I just called Bubba and said, look, I can't get this song out. And uh, so then we got together and we found Larry Moore, who's our bass player. And we took the song that I couldn't get out of my head and we split it up. So half of that song is the title track, Red Rain, and the other half ended up being the song Not That Way. Once we got all that kind of wrong, we were able to find Stevie Shred and bring him on, and that's how the band formed.
there aren't that many bands that are doing the 80s metal sound justice. You know, and you guys are in the pocket, man. Don't Look Back is a great track. Now, you have a guest guitar player right on some of these tracks. Tell us about that. Don't Look Back, um, and, and let me just step back real quick. So, uh, yeah. here, I keep seeing people saying, we're designing this 80s sound to make <laughs> it sound modern. And that's not really what's going on. It's, you know as well as I do, and you being a musician, your influences creep into your writing. That's just what it is. Right. Our influences come from the 80s. So, yeah, it, there is a... St- we're not trying to write an 80s, rewrite the 80s and all that stuff. Right. I, I just want to make that clear because yeah. I, I keep seeing I keep seeing some reviews of like, well, they're trying to relive the 80s and they're not. That's not what we're trying to do. I mean, obviously, we have that 80s sound to it because, yeah. again, our influences. Um, yeah. But Don't Look Back was an album that, uh, that uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, every song is powerful. And we were lucky enough to bring in George Lynch of Dokken, the guest yeah. star on the title track of that one, Don't Look Back. Tell us about the songwriting. How do you guys build a song? What's the process? So I have nothing to do with the song. <laughs> so I'll be honest with you. I'm more of the businessman of the band. What the process generally is, is Bubba is the main lyricist. He, he so, writes uh, lyricist. 99.9 lyricist. Um, okay. He's our singer. So usually he will have an idea, then put lyrics to it, basic lyrics. Then we come in right. and Larry and Stevie add their flair to it. Like, hey, this would work better. Let's let's move the notes down here, so on and so on. I do add my own drum licks to it. But that's how the song, it's almost like a little more of a presentation than it is anything else. Yeah, so you kind of like flesh it out. You know, he gives the idea. Yeah, we flesh it out. Flesh Absolutely. It out. The arrangements on the record are really good. I mean, every part that's before and after each part makes sense. It's a very well-handled record. It's real powerful, man. It doesn't hold back, this record. It's really it's a steamroller, man. There's not a lot of room to breathe there. Well, you know, it takes you a little bit of a ride, you know? I mean, that's the beauty. And, um, look, we're not reinventing the wheel, you know? What we are doing is we enjoy the songs we play. We're not writing the songs. So, when you, you know, I think the key here to any band is you don't want to write a song what you think people will like i think you have to write a song that you like and you're comfortable with and then and then it's almost like a salesman you got to sell it you know that's the key but the album was written over covid and so a lot of that um sort of mentality is into this album i think it's 10 tracks altogether, right i think it's 10 tracks that's correct yes sir all right so um did you have any extra stuff or did you have did you have to condense it down did you have more stuff than you needed our producer is david ivory yeah. Um, I presented David with um, 10 strong ideas and maybe four uh, ideas that we were starting to work on. And I'll let you kind of guess which 10 ideas made the album. <laughs> so, um, that's really what it was. We do have a lot of material to pick from, but I didn't present David with everything. I presented what I thought and right. what the band, as we discussed, what we thought was the strongest that we thought would do very well.
think it's a cool approach if you were in a car or something and a song came on and you dug it. You're writing songs like that you want to hear. It's songs that, you know, you know, Bubba or Stevie, even Stevie or Larry will come in and go, hey, I got this idea. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's this and this and you're going, okay, that's got something to it. So I will say on the on the album, the last song, um, Open Space. Yeah, which uh, I don't want to give too much away, but that's really just Bubba by himself. Yeah, but we did try to make that into a song. It just never worked. And those are the things that you know. And so you don't want to put that square piece in a circle. If you force it and you force the song, then we then the song won't be as good as anybody else would think. We would always think it's great, but the listeners pick up on that. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're writing songs and you really don't believe in the song, you're in trouble from the get go. That's that's my opinion. You're in trouble, you know, because you're not, you don't really care that you're playing it. And if you don't really care that you're playing it and you're not selling on stage, people who come watch you, they know. Do you have a tour going on now or do you have a tour coming out to back up the record? Tell us about that. So right at the moment, we don't have any shows booked at the moment. The, the, um, the, the step was to get the album out on Deco Entertainment. You can go to Deco Entertainment, look up Red Rain Merc. Cool. Um, so that, that's the first step, really, to get the, to get people to, um, you know, interested in the band, interested in the music. So that's the first step. The next progression, obviously, is to talk about shows yeah. and tours. We've started to circle those wagons with that, but we haven't sat down and, and formally planned. But that will be the plan moving forward. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts. And for those who don't know, if you're not in the music world, I have gotten emails like, hey, why don't you play Kansas City? Why don't you play this it's not that we don't but you you, you just can't say hey we're coming to kansas city it's not how the business works no it doesn't so it's a lot of work and we're in the beginning stages of that we're looking forward to seeing you play here in new york city man come to new york and kicks the ass man love to see yeah you. thank you I appreciate <laughs> it yeah if we do you'll be the first to know if you were just hanging out with somebody who had no idea that you were a drummer had no idea that you were in a band called red rain and you were hanging out, you're about to put this album on for them. What would you say? How would you describe it? How would you prepare them for the experience? I would explain the fact that, you know, I think I think one little misconception about this band is that we're a heavy metal band. Yeah. And I, I don't really consider us a heavy metal band. I'm going to steal something from my rock hero, David Lee Roth, yeah. which was I saw years ago. We're a power hard rock band. And I saw this interview with David Lee that said, Van Halen's not a metal band, they're a power rock band. So yeah. I feel we're in that genre. So I would say to somebody, look, if you like just good old rock and roll with a little bit of heaviness to it, yeah. then check this out. And then uh, yeah. depending on who it is, would be depending on what song I put on. The album is very well produced, man. It's crisp. It's clear. You hear everybody. You hear all the instruments. The mix is just fucking perfect, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, David is uh, David's awesome. David Ivory, our producer. David did the, our first EP, which was the five song track, and then obviously Natural, you know, would would go back to him. And he just has a way of taking the songs that we do, not changing the idea of the songs, but making it better by adding or subtracting pieces here and there. We love David. David's uh, kind of our fifth Beatle. Sammy Lee, drummer extraordinaire from Red Rain, baby. Come <laughs> to your town. Man. Look out for him. I hope so. Don't look back. He's out. Go to, uh, what would you say, Deco Entertainment, right? Deco Entertainment, yep. Deco's got it, but it's all on our sites. Right. So I'll tell you what those are real quick, which is Red Rain, R-E-I-G-N, mm -hmm. like King Rain. So it's redrainband.com. That's right. all of our socials, Red Rain Band. We're okay. on Google. We're on all the downloadable music sites. So And, and we're on YouTube. we got videos on YouTube. So come check us out. Fantastic, man. Best of luck. We'll see you in New York City. Come here. Kick some ass, brother. I appreciate your time. Thanks, guys.
Seriously, it's a bad thing.